Good morning, friends, and welcome to a hasty podcast. You're listening to a hasty podcast. I'm your boat magic magic. Oh my god, I'm your, I'm I'm your host, Weston Hasty. Uh, I was going to try to play a joke there. I referenced the fact that I'd, I'd start calling myself the boat. <laughs> was that last episode? Was that last time? Or was that uh, two times ago? I'm not sure. Welcome to episode three. I almost introduced myself as Magic Man Mo because that's what I'm used to doing on my youtube channel but this is not that this is the podcast where i am weston hello welcome guys i finally looked i looked at the expiration date on my creamer (laughs) that i've been using for my coffee and it's the 23rd of february but 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 that is a best if used by date so i have questions right I think that the only maybe I'm overthinking this. I am making this a much bigger deal than I should be, because it's milk. I think it's because it's milk. I think it's got because it's got milk in it. Obviously, it's creamer, so it's like mostly cream. But milk is 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 like an ingredient to it. So my concern is, is that date for like best when to open it? <laughs> because February twenty third of twenty twenty again, I bought it in like early October, first week October or something like that, right? So is it really good for four or five months or whatever open? Or is it a case of it could remain closed and sealed until February 23rd, 2021? And if you open it, that's like, like that's the time to open it. Like it'll remain fresh, sealed until then. And then even then, right? It's a best if used by date, not like an expri- expiration date necessarily. So, okay, it's best by then, but there's always some leeway with the best by dates. So I have no idea how long creamer is good for. This is something that I could probably Google, but I haven't because it doesn't really matter that much to me. But I did finally look and it's 23rd February, 2021. I mean, so far it's not disgusting. And so far, I'm not sick or poisoned, so we have that going for ourselves, everybody. Welcome to a hasty podcast. You're listening to a hasty podcast. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry. I've just been vaguely mentioning creamer in passing. My my uh, pumpkin spice latte creamer that I bought in October. I've just been mentioning that for a while. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We're available on Anchor. This is all new to me, so this I'm ju- this is I'm this is just an update. We're available on Anchor. We're available on Spotify, and we're available on Pocket Casts, a hasty podcast.com. Uh, God dang it, a hasty podcast is the name of the podcast, and you can go to westonhasty.com. There's a link there uh, that will take you to my Anchor page, but there's links on Anchor too. Spotify as well as Pocket Casts if you're having trouble finding it because the Spotify and Pocket Casts URLs are wild <laughs> and not easy. But the Anchor one's super easy because it's anchor.fm forward slash hasty podcast. So it's easiest to find it there. But if you just try to search a hasty podcast on Spotify or Pocket Casts, you should be able to find it relatively easily. Weirdly enough, it hasn't necessarily been the first one to show up for me, even though it's like I typed in exactly the name. Sometimes other stuff pops up, but I'm guessing that's mostly because of the recency of this podcast, how new it is that it, it's got to get it's got to get into the algorithm, man. Everybody's using algorithms and uh, Spotify and podcast has to figure that one out. Still, we're still working on branching out to some other um 
platforms as well. Uh, the big ones, I think, are going to be the Google Podcasts and the Apple Store, Apple Podcasts, iPodcast. <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called, but those are probably going to be the two big ones that are going to take the most time. There's like a whole process behind that that requires getting like um, approved or whatever. So we're working on expanding. Um, I'm looking into Podbean and I need to just start opening one up uh, because I know Alex, shout out to Alex, you're out there. I shouted you out last time. I'll shout you out this time. You suggested Podbean and apparently in their free to use uh, deal, you can only have a total of five hours of like time to use, which seems very limited to me. So I need to start uploading to that and see if that's five hours in one go or just total. It, it seems to look like total, but it just that seems wild to me because it seems like all their competitors allow basically unlimited. So it seems weird that Podbean wouldn't be so limited. So I'll have to look into that and, and go from there. So I'm, I'm trying to get out to as, as many platforms as is reasonable for me to keep up with. Uh, with the relatively short amount of time that I have to do so. I'm going to sip my coffee. Mm. Oh, it's still very hot. Ooh. <laughs> Just brewed it. I have a small confession to make that I, I think I started to make uh, two podcasts ago, two episodes ago. This is episode three. Not counting the pilot. Pilot is episode zero. I have a confession. The whole point to this podcast, because... I have to have a point. I have to have a reason to do basically everything that I do or like I won't stick with it, right? I mentioned that I was inspired to make a podcast and I have wanted to do a podcast, but in the past I wanted to do it with co-hosts and that's kind of what put me away from doing podcasts because whenever I have to work with other people, I get really weird. I get really weird about working with other people. I, I suddenly become very hard to to uh, <laughs> to get together with, to communicate with, Um to schedule things with. But since this is a solo one, I, I had been recently inspired to make a podcast, but I needed a reason to do it as well. Like I couldn't just want to do it and that be the only reason to do it. It, it, it can't be. Otherwise, one day there will be a, a, a morning where I'm not going to want to do this and I won't and if I skip one day, I might skip two days. And if I skip two days, I might skip a week. I might skip a month. I might never do it again. That is just how it goes uh, when you try to form a routine or a habit, pretty much any routine or habit. It's what happened with me in running. I, I got so good for like a year or so. I got so good about running like every day to, you know, as a, a workout, an exercise, as a thing to get healthier and fitter. And I did it for like a year or whatever. And then I stopped because I, I blame it mostly on the fact that I moved. So I, I, I moved and I was in a new neighborhood and my schedule changed a bit. So my usual running time and my usual running routes changed. And I kind of use that as my excuse of, oh, it kind of threw me off balance. But the fact of the matter is I've been here where I am now forever and I have never gone back to running. And it's such a shame. And I keep talking about how I need to get back to it. But instead, I keep doing more and more of these projects that keep me sitting in front of a computer <laughs> like this podcast. But like I say, and I did want to do this. So I needed another reason to do this because if it's just a matter of wanting to, I'm afraid that I will stop the moment 
I don't want to for one day. Because no matter how much you enjoy something, there's going to be a day where you're in either a different mood or if you're just kind of in a different headspace or maybe you're just uh, feeling tired and lazy, you, you know? I, I record these podcasts in the morning, so one day I might want to sleep in and I'll just be like, ah, oh, I'll skip one. So I'm trying really hard to put myself in a situation where that is just not possible so that it doesn't become an option. And the reason I wanted to do this podcast that I came up with is because for a while now, I've been wanting to force myself to wake up earlier. I'm someone who will sleep in in the morning to the very last minute of, of, of whatever amount of time I could possibly, because I work in the morning too. So I, I like to wait till the very last minute to get up. And, and then suddenly I'm in this heaping hurry to get all my morning stuff, brush teeth, get clothes, uh, make coffee, do, do all the morning stuff, right? before I have to dash out the door and get to work as fast as I can, waiting to the very last minute. And it's, it's a bad routine to be in. I can do it if as long as I move, but trusting myself to move quickly in the morning is, is something that, uh, as the years go on, is something that I definitely shouldn't trust myself to do. If there's anything I know about myself over the years of being me, is that I am not to be trusted in the morning with anything. With anything, don't trust me with responsibilities in the morning. There will there will be failure on my end to uphold those responsibilities. But um, I've wanted to change that for a long time. And habits and routines and lifestyles, basically, are very hard to change. I wanted to change this one about myself for a while and, and get up earlier and force myself to be more productive in the morning and to sort of enjoy my mornings a bit more instead of them being this sort of smashed together rush to get things done that, that kind of... Uh, I think is slowly driving my sanity out the window, basically. So the thing is, with this podcast, one of the reasons I especially chose to make it a daily morning podcast was that way, right? I would be forced to get up earlier and be productive and make this half-hour podcast before I could go to work, basically, which forced me to get ready for work before I did the podcast. You know, I make my coffee, brush my teeth. I had to do that stuff before I started this podcast so that when I end the podcast, I can get up um, and, and and do my whatever I got to do with my audio. I got to like uh, render it and, and send it off to, to wherever and, and do a couple of things before I get up and go to work. So basically, I'm forcing myself to have more to do in the morning so that I have to get up earlier and enjoy my morning a little bit more. I would love to. I've talked about this um, with people in passing before, and I've definitely thought about it myself. I would love to have a morning routine that in involves me like enjoying the morning more. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Why would you? But uh, <laughs> I just mean like being able to get up and take my time in the morning to make my coffee and drink my coffee and enjoy it. And, and like enjoy a shower and like maybe read, well, I don't read newspapers anymore, anymore, but maybe go through my phone and read a news story and, or something. I don't know. I, I have this very probably old fashioned, like 1950s family style, like wake up in the morning, make my coffee, uh, sit at the table, read the newspaper, have a smoke and yell at the children. I don't know. <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't have children. Um, but, but that's like the picture in my head is have this like morning routine that is a lot more leisurely. 
Now, that being said, I fully understand and realize that by forcing myself to have a responsibility, this podcast to record, I'm actually making it more difficult on myself to uh, obtain that, <laughs> to obtain that dream of actually having time to do anything. Because now, what I've discovered is that I'm in a hurry in the morning to get ready because I figured it out because my morning brain betrays my my uh, rest of the day brain. My morning, I am two different people. My morning brain has figured out, okay, if he's got half an hour to record this podcast and it only takes him like two minutes to do anything else, I can get up at this time, do this thing, record the podcast, get off the podcast, get running out of the building to go to work. Like I'm not waking up as early as I want to wake up to record this podcast because my morning brain has figured out how to game the system. It's figured out the very last second I can get up before I need to do the podcast and then be rushed like crazy to get out of the house after I record the podcast. My morning brain has figured that out faster than my day day brain. During the day and in the evenings, I plotted this out. I'm like, here's what my morning's going to look like. I'm going to wake up at this time. I'm going to do this, 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 this. And take my time, enjoy my morning, my coffee will be ready, I'll record my podcast, and by the time I'm done recording my podcast, basically I just need to pick up, grab my things, and I can head right out on out the door because everything will be done and out of the way and ready for me to go, to go to work in the morning. And my, my morning brain is figured, no, 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 if we do this all in a very different order, I can optimize my time in bed. <laughs> it's figured it out. I didn't consciously think about it. Like, truly, truly, this was not something I consciously thought about. I'm a zombie in the morning, like on autopilot. I feel like a sim from The Sims, where there is some other mastermind in charge of lining up what I do and in what order. And, and I, every morning, I'm like, no, no, this was not the plan, brain. This was not the plan that I laid out the night before. And it never is. And I don't know if that is some sort of mental disorder, because if it's not, it should be, because... <laughs> Because I feel like it's in charge of me. Um, and I don't know if anyone else experiences that as well on some level. I don't know. It, every morning, it's it's a mystery to me because it, it, it does. It seems like I'm on some autopilot and it's not my own autopilot until I've had time to wake up more. And by the time I've had time to wake up more, I realize the mistakes I've made. Like, what was I doing? This wasn't the plan. Like, I'm telling you about this now during the podcast because now I'm awake and I'm I'm actually quite behind. If I look at the schedule of when I wanted to start the podcast, right, versus when I did start the podcast, recording it this morning, right, I'm like 15-ish minutes behind. <laughs> like, I started about 15 minutes later than I wanted to, uh, optimally 30 minutes late. If I, if I really, really push myself when I would have liked to start this podcast was over 30 minutes ago, and I'm 15 minutes into this podcast, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so as you can tell, I, I'm way behind when I would have liked to. But in the morning, morning brain said, nah, it's fine. This is fine. But I'm hoping that over the coming weeks of trying to turn this into a daily thing, that I will slowly change that habit, right? And fix my mornings to be something that I can enjoy more and be in more control of. Really, this has all been for me. But along the way, I create this little audio experience I can share with other people, such as yourself. Thank you for listening. And I hope that means that during this time of me trying to like create this better habit for myself, that along the way, I also create something fun for other people to enjoy. Man, like killing so many birds with so few stones. 
Love it. It's the best. Sip my coffee here. Mm. I have to confess, too. I have another reason for doing this podcast. And this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time and thought about it, but like didn't know how to go about changing my routine, my habits, that sort of thing. And I've been a failure at this so far, but I have I have some time to figure that out. I just started this podcast, so maybe that will inspire me even further down the line. I'm ho- I'm hoping by doing a, a, a silly little half-hour podcast every morning, I slowly use that as an excuse to change so much about my lifestyle. Because here's the thing. I also need to make sure that every morning I have something to talk about this podcast, right? And to have something to talk about in every podcast, I feel like I have to make sure that I have <laughs> I have an interesting day about every day, right? Like I, something interesting needs to happen or, or something for me to talk about. And so this is a weird way of trying to make my life more interesting or to have more topics to talk about. Because if left to my own devices, I, I could be a bed potato. I, I, I could very easily be the most droll, most boring, most sedentary creature on the planet if left to my own devices. So I don't want to be like that. So I want to have things to talk about that are interesting to people. And the easiest way in my mind to do that, that, that also fits my, my lifestyle somewhat, but also encourages me to better it, is to talk about pop culture stuff, nerd stuff, uh, the stuff that I do, like I, video games, right, that I play, shows and stuff that I watch, uh, my time on YouTube, which I don't know where to even begin with that. That's something that I'll talk about eventually, is that what I do on, on YouTube and some of my experiences there, but not today. But speaking of YouTube, I for a long time wanted to start getting myself away from watching too much YouTube. And this podcast, hopefully, is going to be a, a way of me doing that somewhat, because I want to be able to I, I want to be able to talk to you guys about more things, and the things that I'd like to talk about are like shows that I like. I want to watch more Netflix. Look, I pay for a Netflix subscription. I pay for an Amazon Prime subscription. I don't have Hulu, and I don't have Disney Plus. I don't really care to get Hulu. Because in my mind, it's similar to like Netflix. Netflix is fine. Um, I know there's Hulu specific shows. I get that, but I don't want to have every streaming server. I mean, if I was just rolling in money, if money weren't weren't an issue, then yeah, sure. Um, but it, it it seems like a waste to have too many of these platforms. I would like to have Disney Plus, but it kind of falls to the same thing. It's like, well, I already have Amazon Prime and Netflix. And here's the thing: I don't use them nearly enough. Amazon Prime, I almost don't use at all anymore. Uh, I used it a lot for Amazon Prime's music and Amazon Prime's uh, shows I dabbled in. Like, there are free shows and movies that come with a Prime account. I dabbled in that a little bit, but, and maybe it's changed. I didn't like the way you got around on Amazon Prime. Like, I could never find anything good to watch, but maybe they've changed that now because this was years ago. But definitely Netflix. I have a Netflix account, but I rarely use the thing because I watch too much YouTube. Now, too much is subjective. How much is too much is up to 
anybody's lifestyle. I, I think I do watch it too much to the sense where sometimes there are things I should be doing instead and I'm sitting there watching YouTube. So that, that is a bit of a problem. That's a habit to break. But the, th the thing that I especially have an issue with more so than that is just that YouTube content is so snacky. It's so easy to go from one thing to the next to the next to the next and not have what feels like quality entertainment time. And I'm trying to figure out how to balance my snack time on YouTube with hopefully moving forward in the future, more quality entertainment time with shows on Netflix. And by quality, I mean condensed experiences. A lot of times the stuff you can watch on YouTube is very bingeable, but with very little substance is what I find, especially if you're into Let's Plays. I like watching Let's Plays and video game content. I like watching people play games that I don't have any intention of buying, basically, because, you know, money's an issue, time's an issue if I don't think I'm ever going to get around to a game. It's like, oh, okay, but maybe I'll watch someone else play it for a bit, get a gist of the game. This is a personality of someone that I've subscribed and I enjoy how they play games and how they talk. This is a person I enjoy. This is a game I'm interested in. These things collide. I'll watch that. Sometimes I'll watch people play games that I have played or, or um, I do plan on playing just because I like the personality enough. But Let's Play content is so snacky. There's so little substance, right? Uh, there's no plot other than the game's plot. But unless you're watching an entire playthrough of a video game, you're not going to get the entire plot. I don't watch entire playthroughs so much anymore. It'll be like parts of an episode. Which, to be fair, a lot of YouTubers don't do full playthroughs of full games anymore. Or if they do, they, they chop them up so much that you're not necessarily getting the entire context for the game. Um, so a lot of stuff that I watch are just like the funny funny bits compilations and that kind of thing. It's so... Like, I get a good laugh out of it, but when you watch too much of that, there's no substance, there's no story, there's no narrative, uh, because it's, I'm, what I'm really watching is a personality try to be entertaining in their own right on YouTube, besides just the game itself. I've also tried to lean more into more educational YouTube videos. Um, I don't know, the ones that come to mind immediately are Tom Scott and Joe Scott. No relation, I assume. <laughs> but uh, also other channels as well when they come up, um, like PBS Space Time or, or something like that. Uh, there's there's some heady stuff that I like to watch from time to time, but um, a lot of the other educational stuff is, is shorter. Like, like if you ever watch a Tom Scott video, it's like definitely always like under five minutes. So there's a lot of substance to his videos, but they're always very short. So they're very snacky too, very bingeable. Something like CGP Grey or something like that. Very short, very bingeable. And like, oh, I really liked the flow of this. It was very well condensed and orchestrated and, and, and narrative, but it's over. So that makes it very snacky. So I want to watch more Netflix stuff. And I have watched some Netflix stuff. Uh, somewhat recently that I need to get back into sort of like a maybe we can have like a watch club where I can start watching something on Netflix and tell you about it that I've started and we can like watch it together and have like a Netflix club or something it doesn't have to be Netflix but that's the one I, I, I kind of plan on leaning into a bit more I know I started re-watching Korra the Legend of Korra a while ago I, I re-watched the Legend, uh, the Legend of Avatar Avatar the Last Airbender um, and it was fun going through that again because it had been years since I had last seen that, you know, as a kid or whatever. So it was fun to watch that um, and kind of just nostalgia over that. Can we make nostalgia a verb? <laughs> so I've, I've started rewatching The Legend of Korra, 
because I haven't watched all of that one. Back when it was new, I definitely watched all of season one and all of season two. And then I didn't watch anything beyond that. So I've been re-watching season one and two now that it's on Netflix. And I wanted to go beyond that and watch the rest of what I missed out on. And I'm somewhere in the middle of season two right now. And I remember why I kind of gave up on The Legend of Korra a bit. A bit because I was really into the aesthetic and vibe of season one, that sort of like 1920s style technology era mixed with the bending, the sort of traditionalism of the bending and, and the cultures kind of mixing that way. I liked the vibe there. I liked what was going on. And season two gets super weirdly spiritual with literally talking about spirits of the past and, and, and these sort of ancient traditions and the water tribes and that kind of thing, which feels like it wouldn't have been all that out of place in Avatar The Last Airbender, but after watching a whole season of The Legend of Korra, feels way out of place for The Legend of Korra, and it's really hard to get into because it feels like it's so shoveled into your face out of, like, nowhere. I mean, it makes enough sense in the universe of the Legend of Korra, but just thematically as a show feels a little out of left field compared to what you had just watched. If you had never watched Avatar The Last Airbender and you had only started with The Legend of Korra and you had seen season one, season two feels out of place and it, it throws my vibe off and I haven't I, I, ha I haven't picked it up again. I need to get back into watching it because I know how it goes. I just need to get it through it so that I remember the details so that I can jump into season three, which I haven't watched and, and run with it and see where that goes. So... I've been re-watching that stuff, but that's all old news. That's old stuff. I've also started trying to watch uh, BNA, is what I think it was called. I think so. I think it's like, because I think, I think it's a twist on DNA, but the B stands for like beast or something like that, because that story revolves around the idea that humans cohabit the planet with these beast men, is what they call, call them, beast men and women, but they just call them collectively beast men. And, uh... I've started watching that. I've only watched one episode of it, so I don't have a lot to say about it yet, but if we want to do this thing where you can watch along with me, we'll start our little Netflix club. Um, you can start watching BNA. It, it's like an anime thing. It's like an anime, so if you're into that, go for it, and you can uh, watch ahead on that, and as I progress through that story, maybe I'll talk about it. Not necessarily every day, but every couple days or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll cue you in on my progress with that story and my thoughts about it so far. Because so far I've only watched episode one. And that's one episode of an anime anymore doesn't really tell you a lot about whether or not you're going to like the anime. Not a lot. I The pacing's pretty good so far. I'm enjoying the main character whose name I cannot remember. The the raccoon girl. Who, ha who does have, I won't say it what it is now, but there's a bit of a twist about her at the end of the first episode that um even at the beginning of the episode there, there's some mystery like where's this girl come from what's her life like what has she experienced what's she running away from you know she's running away from something you figure that out right at the beginning of the episode so she's running away from something and clearly she's had a bit of a rough life wherever she's come from so there's a bit of a mystery about her background and then at the end of the episode there's this sort of twist that kind of clues you in a little bit about what that might be but it's still also very mysterious and there's lots of questions to be answered so i look forward to hearing more about that i'm interested enough in her and i don't hate her enough yet 
that I have any problem with her. Because there are some anime where after one episode, you're like, yikes, this is going to be rough, isn't it? But no, so far, BNA, the world of BNA that they've been introducing about this sort of friction that exists between the humans and the Beastmen and how they share the planet, but they don't coexist necessarily very friendly. Like, um, there's obviously some sort of political intrigue happening between the Beastmen and the humans. Uh, the I think the majority of the story is going to take place in the city of Beastmen that was... Uh, founded to be a refuge for Beastmen, and it's kind of separate from humans, and you can tell that there is a distrust and sort of a hate for humans that exists in the city, um, bred by probably being only surrounded by Beastmen uh, uh, that felt like they were forced to live in the city to escape the humans. So obviously there's a lot of friction there, and they're building up this world. And the animation, the art is very good. Uh, the animation seems uh, clean and smooth, and the art style is fun to look at. So, so far, it's a good impression on one episode, but I, 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 I reserve my right to uh, to keep my opinions about the anime at bay until I've watched more of it, because I've definitely been suckered in by a good-looking anime, only to be disappointed by the end. Uh, Sword Art Online, cough, 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 cough. But... That's where we're at now. So maybe we'll say that if you want to watch along with me, look into BNA on Netflix or wherever else it might exist. It's an anime, so maybe Crunchyroll or something. I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a thing to that. I just have Netflix, so I don't know where. Actually, I think it's a Netflix original. Actually, I think it's a Netflix original. So it's probably only on, on Netflix. Not now that I think about it. I think it is. So. Look into that if you have a Netflix account. We can we can swap notes <laughs> down the line. I watch a lot of anime or animated works. Uh, something else that I kind of want to try to get myself into is watching more live action. I don't know. I, I think it's just the pretty colors and, and animation that dra- dra- uh, draws me into watching a lot of anime, which is funny because I almost universally hate every anime that I watch. <laughs> Almost. Not not always. Maybe I just have a bad eye for picking out the ones that I hate, that I will hate for some reason. Um, I can talk about that. Sort of online, the Fate series. Uh, there's other ones that could probably jump out at my mind right now that I'm not thinking of that I watched through. Oh, uh, what's that one that Netflix is pushing like crazy with the Seven Deadly Sins? That show is garbage is awful. It's a dumpster fire and Netflix is promoting it like crazy. <laughs> I wanted to like it, but I hate all of it. <laughs> but um oh maybe maybe that'll be something I talk about another time because for this podcast I'm afraid we're out of time. Once again, like usual, uh the time flies so quickly on this podcast, but I have to hurry. I have to go. I have to run. So you've been listening to a hasty podcast. I'm available on Anchor, Spotify, and Pocket Casts, so you can watch on any of those platforms. I'm working on expanding out even further. Um, If you want to support the show, do so by uh, following and or rating and or liking or whatever you can do wherever you hear this, when you hear it, sharing with uh, other people to help spread the word. And also hit me up on Twitter, at Weston Hasty. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. Let me know if you have tips or tricks or anything like that. You can let me know or just say, hey, I'm on Twitter a lot more um, often than anything else. So that's the place to hit me up. I don't uh, I, I don't know if there's a better way to, to do that or not. Um, other than if there's like a comment section somewhere on one of these 
podcast platforms, but I don't think that's very common. So Twitter's probably the way to go. Um, avoid DMing me if possible. I don't check those. But you can just hit me up. Just say, at Weston Hasty. hey, what's up, my guy? And I'll probably get to you eventually. I, I try to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active there. So that's probably the best place. Um, and that's going to do it. I, I can't think of anything else. Is there anything? I know there's something I'm forgetting to tell you guys before I go. Oh, well, I'll, I'll leave that for tomorrow. You've been listening to a Hasty podcast. I'm Weston Hasty. I want to thank all of you so much for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do all the things. And until next time, have a great morning. And don't forget to wash your hands. Okay, I'm out. Bye.